I mean, guys, we're we're really, really, really playing the blues here on the Gambling for Shoes podcast. There's the uh, the grieving drum for the third straight week. We're really uh, licking our wounds here. Uh, welcome to Gambling for Shoes. The, it it's look, it's still the best gambling shoe oriented, fungus based gambling podcast in the world. It definitely is, even though we've lost. Three weeks in a row. Let's 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 go back. Okay, so the first loss was was just outright bad luck. The second loss was definitely a COVID thing, and this loss was just sheer incompetence. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. I took I took the Bucks, the Colts, and the Rams to just win. All they had to do was win uh, in in a three team parlay. They were all heavy favorites, and whoo, every single one of them played terribly. Uh, two of them, the Bucks and the uh, the Ravens or the Rams, made you know good comebacks, ended up winning the game, but the Colts could not. They could, and it was just a bummer. It was just a bummer because it was one of those weeks where, like, I didn't go with my gut. Like, I knew I knew the Titans were going to obliterate the Dolphins, but I talked myself out of it. For some reason, I was kind of worried about the Titans' offensive line and their ability to score. So I was like, you know what? The Colts, they, you know, they're good enough, right? But no, they're not. The Colts are the Colts. I, I they'll probably get into the playoffs, but uh, I don't know. Losing at home to the to the Raiders. The Raiders are fine, I guess, but I, I think the the Colts have some severe limitations, as, as do my gambling. Uh, my gambling abilities. My God. So I really got to clean it up this week. We got, we got to win. We got to. We can't lose four weeks in a row. But like I said, I want to reiterate that I'm thankful that we at least won the first two. But here we are in a, in a full-on rut. But you know what? The playoffs. The playoffs are coming. You know? The playoffs are. And the, Bing, the Bengals are in the playoffs. The 2022? What, did I say they're 2022 or 2021 division champs? I don't know. But they won. It doesn't matter. They won. And that's awesome. I am very excited. I know that I've been skeptical about Zach Taylor and all that stuff. Their head coach. But, you know, things are pretty good. I think uh, I think they'll make some noise in the playoffs, too. I think, they'll, I think they will win one game in the playoffs. Right now, there's a chance... It looks like they're either going to be hosting the Colts or the Patriots. The Colts they will beat. The Patriots, I don't know. I don't know. That make that would that makes me nervous just thinking about it. But the Colts, the Raiders, the, the Bengals will beat. But and we will. Oh my God, we're going to bet on them and win shoes. But if they play the Patriots. No, I, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not interested. But very very cool. Uh, Cincinnati, the center of the football universe right now. Everyone's talking about it. You know what else everyone's talking about? Fucking Antonio Brown. Now, as someone who bet on the Buccaneers on Sunday, I, I don't have DirecTV or the football package or anything like that. I just remember like coming into the living room and then, then I just see Antonio Brown half-naked leaving the game. I'm like, well, this, this isn't good. Because at this point, the... The uh, Bucks were already down, like you know, twenty-one fourteen or something. And Antonio, they got guys just quitting, <laughs> just quitting it. So I was like, "Well, this bet's fucked." But um, 
Sorry, that was Antonio Brown texting me. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I knew that uh, it was a horrible sign to see players quitting on the team that you that you bet on, but uh, kind of a weird circumstance. I loved so it, the moment it happened. You know, like every everyone has all the all the reactions. I was watching CBS or one, and they have like you know the football roundtable, and everyone's like, "Look how mentally ill this guy is! My God, get this dude some help! Come on, guys, we gotta mental health awareness is important, and this guy really, you know, they immediately went to like, look how crazy this dude is. But then uh, I think it was Nate Burleson. He was on the panel, former uh, receiver. With the Steelers, so I think he, I think he knows AB. I think that would, that would make sense. I say AB like I fucking, like I know him. But anyway, he was like, no, he's like, hold on, hold on. He's like, apparently Antonio Brown was due a couple incentives. Like he was really close to cashing in on a couple of them, and the season's wrapping up. So his outburst may not have been warranted. But there is more to the story. And then a couple days later, it comes out that Antonio Brown was hurt for this game against the Jets. Uh, it was an ankle thing, and he didn't really feel like he should be playing. And the Buccaneers were like, hey, you need to go back in the game and play. And he's like, nah, my ankle's, my ankle's not good right now. And they're like, well, uh, you're going to play anyway. And he's like, no, my ankle hurts. And they're like, okay, well, you're fired. This is apparently the story. They fired him, and he just took a shit off and left. I mean... He made a like a joke out of it, but so I, but meanwhile the entire media was like, oh look at it, look how crazy he is. He's reckless, he's unhinged. And it's like, no, man, he just had a bad day at work. I'm not I'm not sitting here telling you he's cool. He's you know, probably immature and tough to be around at times, but I don't know if crazy's the word. What you know what was crazy? Is that like how many people on Facebook went and started echoing the same terms like oh mental clearly he's he's help pray for Antonio Brown he needs he needs counseling he needs help I mean clearly there's some, something's going and like I even had people texting me they're like yeah Antonio Brown he needs help he's he's mentally sick something's going on it's like why are, why is everyone parroting CBS how do you all have the same take and why are you all issuing issuing it at the same moment. You fucking bots. Have an original thought. <laughs> anyway, I I don't condone what Antonio Brown did by any means, but my God. Fucking take it easy, you guys. Who cares? Who cares? I hope he I hope he I hope he comes back in the league. I really do. Cause if he, if he was hurt and he didn't want to play, you know, that's his prerogative. You can't fire somebody for that. But uh, I'd say he's probably done. Is the XFL coming back? The XFL has died, I think, three or four times. It's weird. It sucks because now the Bucks, their their chance, the chances of them winning a Super Bowl are, you know, super diminished. But speaking of bad looks in the comedy world, there was a super bad look this this uh, this past week. Uh, Pat Oswalt, you know, I'm, I'm, this is it's probably hacked to even talk about at this point, but. Uh, it's probably been chewed up on the internet. But Patton Oswalt, famous comic. I'm not sure what else he did. I guess he's like an actor. But I, I know him most as a comic. Pretty successful. Uh, he's been doing it for, you know, I would say several decades at this point. Anyway, 
he took a photo with Dave Chappelle and posted it and was like, oh man, longtime friend, we love each other. You know, we've done it. We've been through it all together. Me and Dave Chappelle, man. We're here. We are. We're 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 great friends. Been through it all. And then a day later, I don't know if it was a day. Sometime later, he posted a picture of himself writing an apology, and then he posted said apology because he, uh, you know, he sees himself as this big ally to the LGBT. Q community, particularly, I guess, the trans community. And as, as we all know, Dave Chappelle, he wrote five specials that basically cracked on trans people. It wasn't just that, but Dave Chappelle had a bone to pick. Uh, and he, he is not an ally of the LGBTQ community. I mean, maybe he is, but according to the media and Twitter or whatever, he is, you know, public enemy number one when it comes to... He's like, you know, they would say that he's like leading... The Inquisition, or you know, he he is he is the uh, the face of anti-trans or some shit like that. I don't know, but apparently, I guess some of Patton Oswalt's followers took issue with with him taking a photo with Dave Chappelle, and that led him to issue an apology and also posting a picture of him writing the apology. And it's like, man, this is like, this is the weakest shit I've ever seen. Like, I, I know I'll probably end up maybe hosting for Patton Oswalt one day. And I'll be like, oh man, I'm a big fan. I'll take a picture of it. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. It's weird to watch a, to watch a grown man act like a middle school girl. Or boy, whatever. It's just... I don't know, because I just I just got Instagram. I have like 200 followers, okay? I'm king of the world. <laughs> and like, I just couldn't imagine one of my 200 followers giving me shit about something I posted and then me kowtowing to them. It's so strange. Like, who, who gives a fuck about what a digital person says? I don't know. So, Patton Oswalt, I mean, I hope it was worth it. But I, th- I think most people are laughing at him, including me. Even though I, I can't tell is my is my tone scathing. I think I'm just over it. I'm like you know what what? Come on, bro. You guys, I don't believe I don't believe on comic on comic crime. You know, I think we should all we should all stick together. You know, because it, comics, the, from what I understand, it's just a unique breed. You know, we really are. We don't really fit in anywhere else into society. Like a typical nine to five or family gatherings or stuff like that. We just have, for some reason, we just have this like level of skepticism that most people don't. And that, that bonds us because we're constantly trying to be inappropriate. We're constantly inspecting things, examining things. And I think around most, we, we're tough to be around, around normal people. So, I think that comics should should stick together, and we definitely shouldn't be cannibalizing each other. You know, that's insane. I think we should we should be defending each other at all times because it's a it's a different breed of person who wants to go on stage and try to make people laugh. You know, that's a it's a weird thing to do, and I just 
why Patton Oswalt would want to sever that over some prick on Instagram. You know, it's just strange. You know? Like for like for instance, I watched uh I watched the Louis, the new Louis special, Louis CK. I watched his new special last night. Holy shit. And like, all right, so he he had the whole thing, the whole Me Too thing, and honestly, I didn't even really look into it. I kind of I know that some people say that there was some consent, others not so much. Either way, it was just kind of like a weird story, you know? And like I to me, I'm like, you know what? I don't know and I don't really know about that. I really don't. I just I know Louis C.K. this comic, and Louis C.K. the comic is a goddamn genius. Okay, like go watch that special. It's called Sorry. It's on his website, LouisCK.com. He did not pay me to do this. You know, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> he didn't make me watch. Yeah, I didn't. He didn't make me watch him jack off. None of that. I'm just, I'm just telling you, an honest man here, go pay $10 and watch that special. Okay, it's on his website. You download it directly off the website. It's great. It's really, really a phenomenal special. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to bump it up too high. Uh, but legitimately, man, there was a lot of hype about this, like a lot of comics talking about it. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I, I personally believe that Louis C.K. is the greatest living comic. Yeah. I, now that I've said it, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, that doesn't feel weird. I, but this special was, uh, was definitely a testament to that. So just, just check it out. He's somebody who I think is, uh, like insanely funny, you know, but also, you know, he, he's insightful, you know, there's a lot of depth to what he does. Um, even though some of it is, is silly and that, that's the beauty of comedy is something can be, you know, thoughtful and absolutely ridiculous in the same, you know, in the same thought. That's why comedy is cool. That's why people like it because of how complex it is. Look, listen to how sanctimonious and self-serving and self-righteous I am about comedy. Um, but it is, it is cool. And, uh, I, I think Louis, uh, one of the greatest of all time. I think you could make the argument that he is the greatest of all time. To me, that conversation includes Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle, and Louis C.K. That's where, that's probably where I would discuss. Um, but right now, I think Louis Louis on top of the, on top of the world. Um, like it, it was so good. Like I'm inspired. It was inspiring. It got into my bones, you know. And so, like, all right, so. For the, I know that there's there's a, what 15, 16 million of you that are listening to this podcast right now, but if there's five or six million new people listening right now, so I used to play professional baseball, okay, and now I do stand up comedy, and um, there is a lot of overlap. But one thing that's very different is that in baseball I would get jealous. I I got see someone who was better than me, uh, they'd be throwing like ninety nine with lights out stuff, you know, like they have the the. The right arm of fucking Zeus, <laughs> and, you just, and you see it, and it's like shit, man. Like, I'm never gonna be that good. Like, I, we may be able to compete, but over the course of time, this guy is immensely more talented than me. Like, I'll never be able to close that gap, and you know, and you watching Louis you would feel that, and and I think in jealousy you want people to fail. Or something like that, but in envy is a much is a is a healthier emotion. I'm pretty sure. I would look it up. This is why I need a podcast producer, someone like to look up just basic definitions. 
But there is a, there is a distinction between jealousy and envy, and I think envy is the healthier emotion for sure. Um, because envy inspires you to like you want to do better, you want to change, you see what's possible through them, and it, in return, it gives you energy to pursue that. Um, and that, that's what I felt watching Louis. You know, I wasn't watching him hoping he would bomb or anything like that. I, I, I saw it and I was just like, man, this is, you can, this is how good a comic can be. You know, if you put in the time and you write and you really love it and, uh, you know, you're committed to doing your shit up there, like you can really be this funny. And, uh, I don't know. It, it was, it was super cool to watch. It definitely was more empowering than watching, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like a, a great starting pitcher or a great pitcher I watched in the minor leagues. Um, I actually didn't watch, I didn't see that many great pitch. So when you see great starting pitching in the big leagues, uh, just know that those guys are super elite. You know, because I, I played, I saw Noah Syndergaard in the minor leagues. He was pretty, that was pretty insane. You know, I could not relate to what he was doing. You know, he was like 21, throwing 97, 98. <laughs> I, was, I was 28. I was 28, throwing 87. <laughs> um, and even though as a comic, I'm, I'm, probably only, I'm probably only 12 years old, throwing 45 miles an hour. I see Louis C.K. doing it, and I'm not like, oh, I could do that. But I am like, I want to do that. You know? I don't know. But I go watch it, you guys, and see if you feel jealousy or envy. I don't know. And you, you let me know how unhealthy you are, you jealous bastards. No. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, let's. Uh, we're on eighteen minutes, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. We're we're cooking here. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and pick a shoe. I already have it, and then we'll we'll talk about picks. But under no goddamn circumstances am I making a pick here on January the 5th for this weekend because uh, because of the COVID. You know, it's a real deal. You know, 100 people in the NFL a day are getting it. So, uh, no, I'm not making a pick right now. I'm, I'm ice cold right now. Why Why would making a pick help? So, I'll, I'll post it. Remember I got an Instagram, Gambling for Shoes, on Instagram, or jack.snod.grass. Uh, you can be one of my 200 followers and, uh, you know, you can tell me to take down photos of people and I'll write you a personal apology. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let's see. Uh, the shoe this week, we're moving on, by the way, we're moving on from the revenge boots. I will, they will come back. I mark my words. They will be back. But we're moving on from them. You know, there was energetically something we tried three times in a row for the same shoe and uh, swung and miss all three times. And instead of getting utterly, you know, obsessed, infatuated, and, you know, blindly determined to get these shoes, we're just, we're going to clean, we're going to, we're going to wipe this slate clean and we're going to go for something else. You know, the sh- we will get those boots. Okay. I'll, I'm saving them for something special. I will get them. But this week, we're going for, uh, I mean, I don't even know where the fuck I find these shoes. And that's the truth. I have no idea uh, the algorithms, they give them to me. And I'm like, oh, let's, uh, let's get this. this. And this is a good example of like, where the fuck did this shoe come from? Uh, this shoe is made by Clay, C-L-A-E. 
out of Los Angeles. I don't know why that's important. Uh, the style is called the Ellington Vegan, and the model is called, literally, this model is literally called the Black Vegan. So that's what the name of this episode is called, the Black Vegan. <laughs> I mean, I, I want these shoes now just because the name is insane. and uh, But they do look cool. So I'll post a picture of the black vegan. What was that? Childish Gambino? Gambino? The Donald Glover? Who else is a black vegan? Kyrie Irving? <laughs> anyway, now that we've covered race, uh, let's talk about some football. We talked about race. Now we're going to talk about a little football. All right, so we're in the last week of the regular season. Uh, really a bad time to bet because most of these games are beyond meaningless. Uh, you know, guys are resting their starters. Other teams are totally out of contention, and it's basically just an exhibition game or guys trying to close in synonyms or something like that. Uh, so really kind of a tough week to bet because there's really not very many, what, not very many games that are worth putting money on. But I, I will tell you what I'm looking at. Um, but I ain't, I ain't making no picks, all right? So... Oh God! All right, so I'm still. I wanted to take the Titans so bad over the Dolphins last week because uh, the Dolphins suck. They really suck. I that was proven yesterday or proven Sunday, and this week the Dolphins are at home against the New England Patriots, and I'm pretty sure the Patriots have to play, and winning does matter to them. Uh, so the Patriots are favored by six and a half points. That's kind of a lot. I, I may tease them or take their money line in some form or fashion. But uh, I don't really see how the Dolphins are going to win that game. I don't really see how the Dolphins score more than 10 points. You know, they really look like shit against the Titans, who have a very good defense, but so do the Patriots. Uh, and the Patriots have already seen them once this year. I don't even know how that game went. I don't, and honestly, I don't care. I just know that the Patriots will probably beat the Dolphins. So I will use that. I will use that to build some kind of uh, parlay or teaser. I really don't want to do a, anything more than two games. Um, let's see that like the Titans, uh, they need to win. They're playing the Texans. So like, even though these are games that like, it seems like the outcome is, is easy. Like chalk games. It's not, it's not great to just pick huge favorites and think that you're going to rack up because it gambling is not that simple. I, as I just learned last week, I bet on three big favorites and they all fucking two of them barely won. And one of them did not win. And every now and then you can get away with it. But the NFL is, there's too much parody. So you got to be really careful. You'd be like, oh, I'll just click on all the favorites. And I'll just collect my money and retire. It's not like that. Uh, so the Patriots, uh, the Chiefs, also, they have a lot to play for. They're on the road against the Broncos. You know what? I'm staying away from that. I'm staying away from that. The Chiefs are are weird. Even uh, Yeah. I mean, they may, they may kick the shit out of them. But uh, I don't know. That one makes me nervous. Uh, Maybe uh, Colts have to win in Jacksonville. Uh, So maybe if you did like Patriots, Titans, Colts to win. Let's let's, let's have a look. Get the Chiefs out of there. Okay, that, that pays out okay. That pays out okay. It's not great. Patriots, Titans, Colts. Uh, like so, right now, if you put a hundred, if you put a hundred dollars in, you would win seventy-five. But th- that's considered a relatively safe bet. 
you, you would mostly be worrying about the Dolphins beating the Patriots because the Titans aren't losing to the Texans and the Colts aren't going to lose to the Jaguars. Um, but you never know. So I, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll go on on that. That's kind of what I'm looking at. But I need to do some do some research. But uh, that's going to do it. For episode six. Episode six. That's a mini series. <laughs> Of gambling for shoes. So thank you to the uh, hundreds of thousands and you know probably millions, billions of you that uh, are checking this out every week. Spread the word. You know, tell your sisters, tell your tell your brothers, tell them all. Gambling for shoes is the best apocalypse-proof gambling shoe-oriented podcast in the entire world. Uh, so here we go. Let's get a victory. I really don't want to be playing that fucking drum next week. <laughs> I really would like some new shoes. I need the black vegans. I need the Air Kyrie Irvings. I don't even know if he's vegan. Um, but anyway, now that I've talked about race again, let's just go ahead and wrap this puppy up. Uh, we'll see you next week. Toodaloo!